uh, keep in touch with each other, with the community, but also sharing knowledge and uh, inspire each other. So you have to arrange something for, for people to come together. Not everyone was excited at first. It does have a drawback because for live events, you don't actually see the audience. Because a digital uh, conference is way different from uh, just a real life version. His workshop is basically how to present in a real conference and he, he changed the, the workshop so that it also works for a digital conference now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ball.com Tech Lab podcast. We share our experience with you. Speaking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Ball.com, the largest e-commerce platform in the Netherlands and Belgium. We are sharing our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. The host of the show, Peter Paul van der Beek and Peter Brouwers. Hello, today we talk about Spaces Summit in Corona time. Maybe you remember from last year that we at Ball.com have an annual internal tech conference. Um, yeah, given the measures in place, we can't come together, we can't join in a physical location. So we had to go for a digital online equivalent. In this episode, we'll explore what does it take to organize an online event like this. Yes, and um, yeah, we go over d- different topics in this uh, in this episode. Um, to, to, of course, we start with a brief introduction about what is Spaces Summit, why do we do it in Bullet.com? And after that, we talk about the process. How do we get from from physical uh, venue into a virtual one? And of course, we will talk about preparations, such a, a virtual event. Uh, what what does it take for the for the speakers? Um, how do you engage your attendees? Those kind of questions. So I I think a lot of interesting topics uh, to touch upon. Uh, time to introduce the guests, Peter Paul. Yeah. So today we have uh, three guests. Um, so we have uh, our tech community builder, Michaela Hoofdimspring. And uh, yeah, she's really been involved in the, in the podcast, uh, supporting us, but never been on the, on the, on an episode. So it's really good to have her, uh, here as well today. Uh, we have Costas. He's uh, on the organizing uh, committee and a software engineer at uh, ball.com. And we have Neil Skyper, also in the organizing committee and software engineer, Cloud Liaison. And maybe you remember me. Because he was also in the in last year's uh, podcast about Space Summit, so uh, he's becoming a regular or a friend of the show. Friend of the show, woo! <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> let's dive uh, into the first question. Please help our listeners. What was Space Summit again? Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I thought Niels was answering this. Oh sorry. Um, uh, well, space as you mentioned, Peter Paul, Space Summit is our internal uh, .com IT conference uh, for IT by IT and and friends, um, and it's actually the fourth time, uh, fourth time that we are going to uh, organize this, and it's actually my first time. And we have, I think, over 600 uh, IT colleagues now. So it's really important to uh, keep in touch with each other, with the community, but also sharing knowledge and uh, inspire each other. So that's why we're doing it every year and it's uh, keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And can you share a bit how um, or maybe that, that should be done by somebody else because you weren't there last year uh, in, in a regular way? What does it look like? Last year we uh, we were at the Com, the theater in Nieuwegein, and um, that we had 500 people come together. Uh, we regularly have like uh, three different rooms, uh, so we have some uh, some nice 
communal areas where you can do uh, lunch and you can uh, talk to each other and you can do some presentations uh, of your uh, like your team through posters or those kind of things. And then in the three parallel sessions or breakout sessions, we have uh, yeah different speakers about different topics. Each has a room, a nice room inside the theater. So uh, yeah, it's all provisioned with nice audiovisual aids and, and there's a real nice podium. So everybody has like a real place to do a, to do a nice uh, a nice talk. Um, and with 500 people, you actually have this this great feeling of a real conference because everybody is there together. And um, yeah, it's a whole event. We we also give out T-shirts and we do the the whole uh, uh, poster thing where we make a nice banner for uh, for the for the speakers and for well for presenting the event uh, to the to the uh, to the company. So it's really um, yeah, it's a really big yeah. event actually yearly with with a lot of uh, yeah vibe from from being together and being a tech community together. And, and as I remember correctly, last year we even invited uh, some people from outside Bol.com, uh, also for speakers outside Bol.com. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, we, we usually have, uh, last year, for example, we had a, a few great keynotes. Um, and those are speakers from outside Bol.com usually. Uh, we also have the um, speakers from our partner, uh, albertheim.com or albertheim.nl, sorry. Uh, they also uh, give a few speakers. And last year we also, for the first time, had the bring a friend um, program where each of our developers could invite somebody from his own network, his or her network, to um, yeah to also be a part of this day, uh, which was really a nice uh, nice thing to do, and it was a real big success. Yeah. Yeah, obviously such a, a huge event. You you start planning uh, months before, so uh, the, the day for 2020 was already planned, and I, I guess the Location was already booked, and and then Corona kicked in. So yeah, what what happened then? How does that look like to go from a physical uh, type yeah. of thing to to virtual? What yeah, and can you share that process with us? Yeah, indeed, we started I think in December or January with planning everything, and uh, we already went to the uh, to the venue to to look everything, to look to all the new uh, rooms that we can book. And then uh, Corona hit the, hit the fan, so that was really uh, disappointing for us. And then we had two options, uh, or either postpone it to September, and uh, yeah, look how uh, look if that uh, will work out, and uh, or cancel it. So we were thinking, okay, what are we going to do? And then we got this feeling, okay, September is is not going to work because this thing is way bigger than we all uh, would have imagined. So we we came together and we thought, okay, how how can we how can we solve this? And then we came up with Space Summit goes digital. <laughs> Not everyone was excited at first, uh, but then this is the digital way of working when is the new normal. So yeah, a lot more people came on board, and also the speakers, which are a very important uh, uh, <laughs> thing, of course, to be uh, to be on board. And then we just hit it off. We had to we had to do some changes, of course, uh, for, uh, for example, the date and the times. But uh, yeah, we had a new goal. We also had like 30 amazing abstracts from the speakers. So it was the same to just cancel everything and move to next year. So we said just let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what was it? It sounds sounds really easy yeah, the, that you say, OK, let's go virtual. But was it really that easy or was it a kind of a struggle? And what and were there doubts or? What do you have to take in mind? Uh... The most difficult thing was probably for the team itself, like for the organizers. We had to decide whether we wanted to do it or not. 
there were so many pros and cons for everything because it's obvious, for example, that uh, the attendees have uh, less reason to go to a digital conference than a physical one. But then again, yeah, this is the new real now, the new normal. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you step yeah, over your doubts and then you you go for it. That's yeah, um, and we really have to shift it our mindset because a digital uh, conference is way different from uh, just a real life version, and and we it was a mind shift that we that we had to do. So we we cannot replace the the original form with a digital platform. That's that's not the way it works. So uh, yeah, that was something that our group had to work on, and once we figured that out, uh, we were good to go. Yeah, was it like like at some point in time that something where you, where you have to make such a such a, a mindset shift and there's some point in time that you really feel well, okay now I, I flipped over to the other side basically where first you were now nah, we're not gonna do this now nah, we're not gonna do this and then uh, it's good work yes we go for it something like was there some moment like that for one of you yeah I think there was so for me especially I was in the beginning a little bit doubting about actually going for a digital uh, conference because I really think that as a community coming together actually with with a lot of people gives a gives a totally different feeling than being alone in your own home uh, so I was really doubting about is this actually the way forward is this something that we should actually be doing is it worth the effort basically um, but then uh, we discussed it more and more and and yeah for me it really felt like okay this uh, this is a totally different thing, but but actually with this all being at home and being away from each other, I think it's actually good to do a, a, an event that brings the community together in a different way. So I thought it was actually um, in the end it was it was a, a motivation for me to actually start doing it because I think it's it's good for everybody to still have something to do together as a as a as a tech community instead of just being in your own teams and and being away from a lot of people that you normally meet in the hallways or in the in the office or during lunch um because that opportunity is simply not there anymore so you have to arrange something for for people to come together and uh, i think that this was a, a yeah a great opportunity for that yeah. and is still yeah, of course. Yeah, so and uh, and uh, the regular setup was a one-day event uh, uh, closed with a with a bottle. Uh, now it's spread over two days. Um, can you share uh, something about that part? Yeah, sure. We um, the, uh, in the time we we made this decision, uh, the kids were still not going to school, so we uh, we need to be a little bit more flexible and offer the flexibility to our speakers, but also for the rest of the colleagues to follow uh, the tech talks. If you have kids screaming and running around, you cannot uh, pay attention for eight hours straight uh, behind your laptop. And that's for me. I don't have kids. <laughs> it's also very hard. <laughs> uh, but can you imagine if you if you have so many distractions around you? So that's why we uh, decided to do it over uh, divide it over two days. Yeah, and also we thought it's 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 uh, quite difficult to to have focus for so long. So exactly. uh, if if you want to um, even if you do a digital uh, event or a digital meeting or something, uh, you notice that that your attention starts slacking after two or three of these meetings, and you have to have some kind of break. Um, and so we thought, okay, this this if we do this, which is pretty intense, it's a lot of information, it's a lot of new content that comes your way. Uh, you want to pay attention because it's very interesting, but yeah, it's also digital and it's presented to you in a, in a different way than normal uh, so, so you have to break it up a little bit you have to be, be um, yeah you have to give some more time to, to process basically so the so actually yeah what you say is the the insight you already gained from from working from home eh, in the corona crisis you you used to set up the new schedule 
And if you if I now look to this uh, at the schedule, I see blocks uh, from nine to till eleven, then a, a break, and then from three to five with the regular talks. And in between, there's still an option to follow some workshops or so. But that's uh, that's uh, more optional, I, I believe. Yeah. And that two yeah, days exactly. in a row. Yeah. yeah really. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it sounds like a great idea, and we have to find out tomorrow if that's uh, how that works out, right? Yeah. <laughs> For us as well. <laughs> and 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 uh, yeah, obviously there were, uh, in the, in the regular way you 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 know what to do you you know what you have to set up and uh, arrange everything. Now you had to prepare for the virtual one. Um, wh yeah, what what do we have to? Um, no one did think that of? before, right? Yeah. So no one did that before. So where do you start? I think we started with two things. Uh, we started with 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 how do we prepare? How do we get the speakers on board? Because that's the content part. That's the part that we really need to. Uh, we had a lot of people who had already uh, signed up as a speaker. Uh, they'd given uh, um, an idea of what they wanted to present. But of course, presenting digitally is totally different from uh, presenting uh, uh, in a real event in front of an audience. Uh, so basically, the first thing we did is try to get the speakers on board again. Ask them what what do you think. And the second thing we we uh, discussed quite extensively is how do we keep the audience uh, engaged? Because it, there's there's no reason for them to be in the same place. There's no reason for them to come together to do this. So how do we get people to actually attend an event that's yeah that's only in your own home basically? Yeah, and of course we had to decide uh, which pl platform we are going to use, like the, the technical uh, aspect of the whole uh, summit, yeah. which was also uh, a big chunk of our agendas. Yeah, yeah, because technically it's also, of course, it's not that straightforward. You have to have a, a platform where a lot of people can come together. Um, you want some kind of interaction because for the speakers, they need some kind of feedback on what they're doing or what they're saying if they only... Uh, uh, have a blank screen, then that's also not so nice. Um, but on the other hand, yeah, we are with uh, with 600 people, or perhaps even more if you have some uh, some external people joining, uh, who are going to view these talks. So you need some kind of, yeah, you need a platform that can actually handle that. So it, it's not that trivial, actually. Yeah, we already gained the, the experience in the, the, the team meetings. Uh, do we use the same setup as in the team meetings? So Microsoft Teams? Uh... Yeah, yeah, indeed. We're, we're, yeah, indeed. We're uh, going. Uh, so the team meeting for the people listening, they, they were, yeah, we so are <laughs> get together with the whole company, basically, where our management uh, tells us about the plans, tell about how things are going, how we're experiencing things, and we, we're using Teams for, for that. <laughs> Sorry, Michaela. Yeah. And we are also uh, going to use uh, Microsoft Teams, but we uh, use a different uh, setup. So we have the opportunity uh, opportunity to create live events in Microsoft Teams, uh, and then we can have way more uh, attendees than the regular Teams meeting. That, that goes, goes up to, I think, 200, 250. And uh, with the live event setup, you can uh, go up to 10,000. So that's why we uh, chose the live event setup. Yeah. So, yeah. It does have a drawback because for live events, you don't actually see the audience as a speaker. Mm -hmm. So uh, the thing that we um, that we are missing a bit is that now the speakers can actually do a talk and they can uh, get feedback from the audience through a, a Q&A. So there's, a, there's an attached sort of uh, question and answer section to your stream, which actually works out quite well. But yeah, you don't have an audience as a speaker. So that's, uh, that's something that's uh, slightly different. But yeah, it's the only technical thing that, we thought would work quite well for this kind of uh, event. 
Now, how do you um, prepare for such a thing? Because hey, you have more more streams at the same time. So uh, uh, yeah. how, how does that work? That's true. We have uh, parallel sessions indeed. Um, what we did is actually to uh, test it with everyone. So each uh, speaker had a technical test with one of us to get familiar with the platform because it looks different. Uh, and you have a moderator and that looks it's, it's more yeah, I don't know. It looks more professional. Uh, you don't, you're not in charge anymore, um, about what you're going to show the audience or the moderator has to do that. Um, so yeah, we tested everyone to, to get familiar with, with, uh, with the platform so that they don't be surprised at the day itself. So that's one, uh, big part of the preparation. Mm-hmm. So when normally the, the, the dry runs are focused on the content, now we also had to do a dry run, which is basically focused on the tools and using the tools. Yeah, exactly. It was mainly focused on the on the on the tools. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. And we got a lot of learnings from that because we we figured out that, uh, for example, if you use Mac, you cannot include uh, system audio in your videos if you want to stream a video, um, or that it doesn't work with a Linux machine. So we learned a lot from all the technical tests. <laughs> okay. so I'm really glad we we did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I wanted to add the other thing that really helps us this year is that last year we started with uh, having a website that has the program on it. And so one of the things that comes for this program part is that we now have this, these parallel sessions, but you also you have no way of announcing people to go to this and this room, right? There's no... Uh, it's really hard. So this year we're actually using the website way more than before uh, to 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 host, uh, to show the program and also uh, get people to uh, join several sessions. They simply get the links to the streams and the stream start at the moment that the program starts. So that uh, huh. that's a really uh, a nice thing uh, to use in that sense. And in a, if we come together in a, in a, uh, like the com, then, you, then we don't have moderators, right? So some people have to be trained to be a moderator. I guess. Yeah, we, I think we we did that. <laughs> it was not a choice. I, I <laughs> think crew. we're pretending to be uh, very yeah. good moderators by now. <laughs> but no, it was sort of a, 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 yeah, what is it? Uh, a quick learning session. Uh, I yeah, say. exactly. A yeah. crash course, basically. <laughs> yeah, we, we had no other choice than to do it ourselves because we, we had we had not many time and we we didn't have the time to to uh book external people for that or look into how to do this or find external hosts so uh yeah we we were just tested it and we were also the moderators in the test uh, sessions and that worked out so why not do it ourselves uh, in the uh, in the real version yeah and if you had to learn a lot what were the most important things that you learned for being a moderator not end the live stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you cannot pause it. So when, it's way too it, easy. Yeah. <laughs> if you end it, then it's over. <laughs> it's like a red button that everyone everybody yeah. wants to press. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Hey, you said that that um, one of the, the objectives of uh, Spaces Summit is that uh, has the the people can. Uh, interact and chat with each other as well. Um, is, is that being facilitated in, in this uh, setup as well? We are including like a Hangouts, a Google chat room for that purpose, uh, so that people can chat or exchange their opinions or reflect to the talks over there. Uh, probably we're also going to have volunteers to facilitate that process, yeah. Uh, other than that, we have a Q&A for questions and for redirections. We mainly use the website. 
Yeah, indeed. Mm. We want to, uh, when you have a real life version, you can say to your neighbor, hey, what do you think about this? Or uh, what did you learn about from this? And that's something you miss with a digital conference. So mm. we want, uh, we ho hopefully that people can use the um, the Google chat for that. So that it's like an after talk uh, uh, on the site. Yeah, yeah, one, one addition maybe is that we use Google Hangouts because that's the regular platform we use for uh, for development communication with each other. So uh, the the event itself is hosted through uh, MS Teams, uh, but but uh, since since developers among each other already use uh, Hangouts, it, we thought it was better to use that platform for this communication as well. So we did, we stick to that uh, environment. Yeah. It's it's. It reminds me a bit of what what happens a lot when uh, when there's a popular thing on TV going on on television that in in parallel you see a lot of interaction on Twitter or other social uh, things that that's going on about that topic. So th this is uh, this looks uh, looks quite the same. It's interesting to to find out yeah. how that uh, how that works, uh, how that goes. Yeah. It was called the second screen uh, uh, at some point in time, right? Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so every kind of second screen. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's going all back. Yeah. <laughs> and in the in the in the preparations, did you also uh, have a look at um, other webinars or other summits online to to get ideas or? Uh, or yeah, that? from a technical yeah. part, we we started. So we we did look at uh, not not this, so. Um, I did have a training uh, from Bol.com uh, when we actually started discussing the digital version. And uh, I really liked the way they had set up that training, which was uh, a much lower, uh, uh, aud uh, yeah, much smaller audience, I should say. Uh, but the setup was really good. And, and we first actually looked at, can we actually use that, that setup in the same way? Um, but it was way too much work and MS Teams uh, looked a lot better. Um, but I don't think we actually looked at at uh, other digital conferences because I think a lot of people are still experimenting with this. Uh, so uh, yeah, we're just basically rolling our own in this case. <laughs> yeah, indeed, and that has also to do with the time of preparation. We we didn't have too many too much time to prepare uh, to prepare that. So yeah. we we just had to make a decision and and go with it. Hey, and talking about preparation, and let's let's go to the speakers. And um, yeah, we, we have a confession to make over there as uh, podcast makers, right, Peter Paul? We uh, what we did is we, we we for the for the physical space summit, we uh, we also said okay, we want to be on on uh, on stage and do a, a podcast uh, live recording with with audience. But uh, when it uh, moved into a virtual one, we sat together and said, yeah, this is something we don't see working out. But right now, I must confess that. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. that we are we're not trying to. So uh, yeah, uh, but but let's go to the speakers that 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 go for it. Really, uh, uh, heroes <laughs> for me. <laughs> how do how, how do you prepare for for such a thing? Costas, um, can you? Yeah, uh, that requires yeah lots of communication and emails to the speakers to see uh, how do you say that. A word of mouth, more or less, to to let people know that actual actually some people are interested in doing this. Because if you know that other speakers are also interested, you might be more interested as well. Uh, it was a bit difficult to persuade the speakers because of the buzz missing and everything, but in the end we got uh, way more participants that, than we actually actually hoped for. It was like really entertaining to say. Yeah. 
So then you have your, your set of speakers uh, complete, so you can make a, a nice program. But then what, how do you prepare the speakers for the great presentation? Because now the expectations are uh, set, of course. True. Since it's really different yeah, than like a normal presentation, we had also uh, a workshop happening to help the speakers for that. Uh, the Speakers Academy from Jacques de Aude. And he, his workshop is basically how to present in a real conference. And he uh, he changed the, the workshop so that it also works for a digital conference now. And he helps he helped us a lot with that. So basically we had like a course uh, to help the speakers to adapt their uh, material to an online training basically. Or online conference. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So, and uh, and and but also the, the this course is also covering the the use of the techniques and uh, the the and, and and right now I can see you, but you just said okay in in the the environment we use for the space summit you cannot see the the attendees. How, yeah. Do do we also prepare for that? Yeah, yeah, we actually did. Uh, together with Jaka, we added a, a new chapter to uh, uh, to the course about uh, Microsoft Teams in a live event with a lot of screenshots, uh, of course, and some explanation about the Q&A and where to find it. Um, but, and, of course, they had all their technical tests. So, yeah, they it, that's also uh, preparation, of course. But, yeah, um, Jaka changed his, uh, his course very quickly to a virtual uh, one. That's really nice. And he included Microsoft Teams as well. Amazing. Yeah, yeah and like really you said, great. like you said, the real the real benefit also was in the technical test where everybody got used to seeing what it is. We actually showed also uh, a lot of times what it looks like for us on the moderator side, so they also get an idea of what actually is going on behind the screens. Um, yeah, I think that really helps for the speakers also to uh, to get used to that. Also, because we have several sessions where uh, we have multiple speakers. And that's also slightly different for uh, from from a normal audience setting because then you just can stand both at the front of the audience and you just talk whenever you want to. Um, but in this case, it's slightly different. So yeah, there's also some uh, some effort in that. But um, yeah, I think uh, doing the both the course and the technical test really helps people to uh, to grasp that. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there there's one. Part in, in present, presenting is that uh, this interaction with, with the audience, for instance, if you make a joke, then it's really nice that you know how it is. How it <laughs> if people like are actually yeah. laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I once was at a conference uh, and there were people, uh, yeah, we, we, we needed to wear headphones because the, 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 there were all uh, huge areas, but they were not yeah. uh, close by doors or so. So we were wearing headphones. That's it. And the, the result of that was that you, when the presenter made a joke, yeah, you don't know how the audience, how the others are reacting. So you don't really laugh about jokes. <laughs> so the, the presenter uh, said afterwards, okay, this is really hard to, to do a presentation and, and get feedback. So this, this is even harder the, to get yeah. feedback. Yeah. It is, but you don't expect it because you know, you know, you know. Yeah, okay. okay, people, uh, I can, I, I cannot see the response, so they, they can see us, the moderators. So if we, if we laugh, uh, they can see it, <laughs> but indeed not the audience. But that's uh, has something to do with expectations, uh, I think. And that's hey, the next. Yeah. Go ahead. One thing I remember also from uh, last year is that uh, in the weeks before the conference, that there were always meals. Uh, that we were looking for volunteers to help out with 
whatever. And I missed these emails. <laughs> where, where are they? What happened? Don't we need volunteers for? Uh, we needed moderators, but. Well, actually, I think we we could have <laughs> could use some could use some uh, volunteers uh, last Monday when we uh, were shipping all the t-shirts and stickers, but we really <laughs> underestimated that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so yeah, that was our fault. Uh, but yeah, in in this uh, setup, we don't need volunteers as much as the in the in the real life version because then you had some people needed for the wardrobe and for the, handing out the t-shirts and to be a host, and that's we don't have to do that now. So it saves us a lot of volunteers. Okay. But all these things are covered, all right? The, the T-shirts, the stickers. Yeah. It's covered. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, we uh, we pulled it off, so that's really uh, it's really <laughs> nice. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah. You you, yeah, you don't know what, what happens after Corona. Some uh, uh, factories shut down, but uh, it uh, it all worked out, and uh, I think all our colleagues uh, received their package uh, today or tomorrow with a T-shirt, uh, T-shirt, laptop sticker, and a postcard. So it's really it's really yeah. nice. I heard some really enthusiastic uh, people already uh, really enthusiastic about the T-shirt they received earlier today uh, by mail. So that was uh, awesome to hear already. Yeah. Hey, and uh, yeah, so it's a great story to hear what you uh, yeah what what you have to choose and and then how how to prepare. Uh, what was the biggest struggle that you have to uh, to overcome? Mm, good one. I it was probably the initial decision, I think. Yeah. Yeah, to I think go, the, the, to really the, go for the switching mentality yeah. part and then really going for a digital one, I think that was the biggest struggle we had. I think that was the thing that actually, um, yeah, th- that was the most difficult part to get over. Because then if you made that decision, then you also know, okay, now we have to look for these and these kind of things. You can start planning again, basically. And uh, before that, it's really hard to find out, yeah, where are we at? What are we going to do? Should we wait? Those kind of things. So, yeah. Yeah, just like Niels mentioned before, I was also like on the side that I was uh, doubting whether we should do this digitally or not. But then after a couple of brainstorming sessions, just the enthusiasm of the team was like enough to make me switch sides. Yeah, yeah and indeed, if, if you you don't have the decision, then the, then the struggle keeps on going, keeps on going. And when you make the decision, then you can go for it. You have a dot on the horizon and yeah, I can imagine that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think at one point we just voted. He's in, uh, he's out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the decision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, the the moment we record this, uh, the the next day, nine o'clock, uh, is the the grand opening, I believe. And then, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, we we know uh, how uh, everything turns out. But this is also what I believe. Uh, yeah, ball.com. You you go for it. You try it. Uh, if it works out great, uh, you do it again. If it and or maybe you even improve and do it again. Uh, yeah, if it doesn't work out, uh, you do try it in another way or you stop. So that's that's really great to see that we also in these times uh, prepare for it. So yeah, Paul, uh, looking at you for the famous last question. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's my turn to ask famous last question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. Could you please share your biggest takeaways uh, for our audience to? Yeah, sure. I think the biggest takeaway is uh, to not postpone everything due to coronavirus, but just go with it. What's this? Yeah, uh, another way to say this would be uh, modern modern problems require modern solutions. Go for it, yeah. And the last yeah, one? For me, uh, I think the biggest takeaway is that you shouldn't get... Uh, um, like uh, like Mikael already said, you shouldn't get uh, distracted by... Uh, 
by by changing this this mentality, changing your your attitude towards such an event that you actually started planning, I think uh, yeah you need to uh, go with the flow and and adapt to the to the new situation. And I think it's great that we're doing that. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, really cool. Yeah, so in this uh, this story again, yeah, like I already said, uh, really great that we are doing it, and and that you share that this mind shift is indeed uh, what, what's needed to uh, to make it work and to uh, to yeah, I believe set up such a great event uh, again. So um, really looking forward to it, and uh, yeah, thanks for your time for uh, for sharing this story uh, with us and with the audience. Thank you for having us. You're welcome. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked the episode, check some of the others. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for TechLab and subscribe. Leave a five-star review so others can find the podcast easier and spread the word. We like interactions, so if you have any questions or suggestions, find us on Twitter, LinkedIn or mail techlab at ball.com. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun! <laughs>